It is exactly 745, 64 degrees in the Twin Cities. Time once again for our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Locally run, i got to ask you that every year, Jack. How many years has Haskell's been around? 84. Wow. Yes, we've been supplying the spiritual needs of the community for a long time. <clears throat> and our founder, Benny Haskell, did it during Prohibition. So we are actually dispensing alcohol beverages for more than 84 years. Isn't that something? <laughs> and quite well, too. And we'll talk about the Haskell's uh, as we move along. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I thought, I was at a cocktail party this week, and somebody came up to me and said, is there anything better than a gin and tonic on a hot evening? And I got to thinking about it. You know, we relatively seldom do we talk about spirits. But, you know, there's some wonderful spirit drinks. And if you're having a cocktail party, I thought I would give some helpful hints, I think, for having a good cocktail party and good drinks at the cocktail party. First and foremost, uh, be the host or hostess and don't be the bartender. So set up a bar where the guests can help themselves. You know, put out fruit and bowls so you have lemons, limes, and maybe something a little more exotic than that. Have a, a cutting board there. Uh, ice bucket, you need lots of ice, especially when it's hot. Glasses, I, I love glass glasses. Uh, and if you haven't got any, rent them. It helps with the cleanup. And, uh, of course, napkins and things like that that you need at a bar. Uh, pitchers are handy to have for mixes and things like that. I think it's always great <clears throat> to have a non-alcoholic drink for people who don't want to indulge but want something other than just a glass of water or iced tea. And it's a pomegranate drink that I discovered, and I think it's delicious. It's four ounces of either Sprite or Fresca or 7-Up, four ounces of pomegranate juice, and then four ounces of club soda. And you can decorate that with a little bit of, of the pomegranate seeds thrown on top. It's a wonderful drink. As I said, it's not alcoholic. And once again, I'll repeat that because it's easy. It's four ounces of 7-Up or... Sprite or Fresca or something along those lines, four ounces of pomegranate juice, four ounces of club soda, and garnish with pomegranate seeds. Incidentally, when you're doing all that, it's kind of fun to dress up ice cubes. And when you talk about that drink, you can dress up the ice cubes by freezing the pomegranate seeds in an ice cube. You can also freeze blueberries, raspberries, uh, even edible flowers. And they look so nice. And if you're having a mint drink, masticated mint, which is all chopped up mint, uh, frozen in an ice tray, uh, adds a lot of extra flavor to any mint-flavored drink. It's kind of handy. When you're having those exotic drinks, remember, decorate the rim. For example, on a pina colada, you could decorate the rim by dipping it in a little honey and then dip it in toasted coconut. and adds uh, just a little more elegance to a regular pina colada. Uh, you know, on daiquiris, things like that. Uh, you can do the same thing, honey, and then roll them in sugar. Or do a lemon juice and then sugar. It tastes just like a lemon drop when you sip your daiquiri. Cause so decorating the rims, as everybody likes to do, particularly with a margarita. Uh, but for sweet drinks, you can use, as I said, toasted coconut, if it's coconut base, or just plain sugar, granulated sugar. Or you can crumble things like cookies. If you have a sweet drink, and that put on the rim is absolutely wonderful. Um, the drinks you can have, you know, probably several categories. One, of course, is 
a highball type of category like a gin and tonic or vodka and tonic, etc. Those are classics, and everybody loves them. Another good one to have is the Cuba Libre, which is the, sort of the national drink of Cuba, which is Coca-Cola and rum and decorated with a lime and squeeze the lime. It's a marvelously refreshing drink. And, of course, Minnesota is the home to one of the great summer drinks of all time, a bootleg. You usually get those mainly at country clubs, and you can put any kind of spirit in a vodka, gin, rum, a light summer spirit like that. And really all it is is lemonade, club soda, and a lot of chopped up and mastigated mint. And, of course, mint grows wild here, so <clears throat> there's always a good source of mint. And if you don't have any growing near you, you can go to the farmer's market and get an awful lot of mint for very little money, believe me. So those highballs uh, are really just a de rigueur, I think, at a summer sipping cocktail party. Uh, Jack and ginger is another good summer drink, which is Jack Daniels and ginger ale. And, of course, when I was in London uh, about six weeks ago, I was invited to a croquet tournament. And, of course, a classic drink at an English croquet tournament is something called Pim's Cup. This is a drink that's pre-made. It was made for the British as they uh, conquered places like India, etc., because it was a very refreshing drink. And uh, the the Pimps com- comes in a bottle. You add a club soda, or you can add 7-Up or something if you want it a little sweeter. You garnish it with a uh, slice of cucumber and ice cubes, and it's off to the races. And you don't really have to do anything. You pour one part of Pimps cup and two parts of whatever mix you're going to use, whether it's club soda or 7-Up uh, or ginger ale, something like that. And then you garnish it with a slice of cucumber. Refreshing, great summer drink, and, uh, of course, a fabulous drink if you're at a croquet tournament. Another one is an old classic, a Negroni. Negronis are so popular, particularly in Europe, and there's a good reason for it. <coughs> they combine Campari, sweet vermouth, and gin. And although they're very strong, I don't recommend having more than one Negroni, uh, but it makes a wonderful aperitif or uh, just a drink to have in the afternoon while you're sitting in a piazza in Italy just enjoying yourself. Of course, who can deny the great pleasure of a daiquiri? Classic daiquiris are the best, and you can put any kind of pureed fruit you want in a daiquiri. Banana, peaches, uh, raspberries, cherries, strawberry. All those daiquiris are really wonderful, and as I say, you can garnish the uh, lip of the daiquiri was was things like toasted coconut or ground up uh, granulated sugar, uh, where you uh, wet the rim of the glass and then dipped it into that. Another one, of course, is a smash drink. Now, smash drinks are like a mint julep, and we talk about mint juleps on the Saturday of the Kentucky Derby because they make so many of them and sell so many of them at Churchill Downs. Uh, you know, they. I think I got. 100,000 or something like that, maybe 120,000 uh, uh, mint juleps are sold the day of the race in uh, Kentucky. And they, they actually, for serving that many to a crowd, it isn't a bad mint julep. And mint juleps are so easy to make. As I said, you masticate the mint or smash it real good in a mortar and pestle, 
you add a little lemonade for sweetness to it, then you add just a maybe an ounce of that mixture, fill it up uh, with bourbon, and you've got a fabulous mint julep. You pour that over shaved ice, and I'm telling you what a wonderful drink it is. Uh, you know, they have the uh, any of these smash drinks are the same components as uh, a mint julep. They are mint is abundant in the farmers market right now and makes a wonderful addition to any drink. It's so refreshing. Um, of course, think about things like Bloody Marys, which are always good for a crowd. I everybody's got their own recipe for Bloody Mary. I think one that's pretty good is you take a pepper-flavored vodka and mix it with Mr. and Mrs. T, and that's it, uh, Mr. and Mrs. T uh, Bloody Mary mix. And it actually makes a pretty good Bloody Mary without having to get out horseradish and Tabasco and all the condiments to make your own. But I further realize that everybody has their own recipe for a mint julep, I'm sorry, for a Bloody Mary, uh, that they would like to share with you. And they don't particularly like my shortcut, which is a pepper-flavored vodka with that Mr. and Mrs. T's. But it's pretty good. And, of course, there are wine-based drinks that I think are really good for cocktails. Uh, Make a sangria, pitcher of sangria, using Prosecco. Prosecco is that sparkling wine from Italy that's gotten so popular you mix it with a little sweetened fruit, because the fruit should have a little sugar in it when it goes into a sangria, and then you add a bottle of wine, and then usually a little club soda. So with the Prosecco uh, sangria, instead of adding red wine, you just add Prosecco in it, and it's not bad. You know, any kind of rum punch is delicious, in my opinion, and there's so many uh, bases for there, pineapple, papaya, all those things seem to blend so effortlessly with rum uh, that rum punches are just one of my favorite things to have on a hot day. Again, you have to be careful, particularly with sweet drinks. They go down so easily, you forget how, and you, the sweetness disguises how much alcohol is in them. So if, if your host or hostess is having some kind of rum punch, don't be embarrassed to say how much rum is in here because you don't want to end up uh, tipped over, which can happen much by accident with these sweeter drinks. Uh, you know, everybody loves mimosas, but you don't have to just stick to orange juice as a mix with mimosa. And mimosa is half orange juice, half sparkling wine. And don't forget to make a mimosa. Use cava from Spain. Uh, the sparkling wines of Spain are very inexpensive and serve very well in a mimosa. You don't really want to use good champagne when you're making a mimosa. Just any sparkling wine would be just fine. And uh, as I said, you don't have to stick to oranges when you're making a mimosa. Orange juice is great, but cranberry juice makes a terrific mimosa as well. And so does pineapple juice and apple cider. Also make a wonderful mimosa. So there you have at least three new ones, cranberry, pineapple, and apple, that you mix that juice with sparkling wine, and you come up with a mimosa. Uh, you know, you can puree fruit and then add sparkling wine to it, and that makes a very refreshing drink. That's basically what a Bellini is. It's peach-flavored uh, mimosa almost. Uh, and then, of course, the mixes are real good. Lemonade makes a great mix for a hot day, as does tea. 
And what I mentioned a while ago, adding fruit to the ice cubes, you can make ice cubes out of watermelon and watermelon juice, and they are delicious. They add a wonderful flavor to uh, any kind of a rum-based or uh, vodka-based drink. Uh, watermelon ice cubes, try them. you like them. Uh, something that you can add is fresh herbs. I had a gimlet, which is lemon, roses, lime juice, uh, and vodka, and they put basil in, uh, herb basil. And I think it was the most remarkable gimlet I ever tasted. It just that addition of herbs. So don't be afraid to experiment. You know, for those that like beer, our friends in Wisconsin a hundred years ago invented something called Big Red. It's half tomato juice and half beer. And surprisingly, it's not half bad. <laughs> <laughs> kind of cuts down on the acidic toma- right. tomato juice. Well, Jack, I know that uh, that that uh, we're going to talk more next week. But uh, tell folks where they can find all this great stuff uh, with the ingredients the, that you've got some great ideas as usual at any Haskell's. Indeed, the folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine. They love to marry wine with food. And you know, best of all, they're going to help you pick a wine that will not break the bank. So stop in, chat with them. And as I said today, we also sell all sorts of wonderful spirits, and there's nothing better in the summer, as this conversation started with you all, than an ice-cold gin and tonic on a hot day. And you can certainly pick up all those ingredients at a Haskell store. There's a Haskell store near you where you can save big dollars on wine. We have a Haskell's in Bloomington, Chanhassen. There's a Haskell's in downtown Excelsior, right down in Faribault, right off of 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed, one of the largest liquor stores in the state. Minneapolis has free parking on Saturday and Sunday and right in downtown. Minnetonka at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com, and you can peruse our 16-page uh, summer catalog where you can find all sorts of wonderful things, beers, wine, ciders, all on sale for your summertime enjoyment, or you can call uh, WCCO.com slash wine, and it, too, will take you to the Haskell's website. Excellent, Jack. Let's talk again next week if you have time. I'm going to look forward to it, right, Denny. Good deal. Thank you, Jack Farrell from Haskell's, back with uh, more wine chat. He'll, I'm sure he'll talk more wine next week.